Sounds good. Hey, good afternoon, Patriots, and welcome to Bards FM here on Bright on TV. We got to excuse some funky green screen stuff today. It's going to be some weird shadows. I can already see them happening, like a mic that kind of disappears and comes in and out like that. It's kind of weird. Um, I'm working uh, remote today, and so um, I'm up at our other property, which doesn't have internet yet, and it doesn't have the podcast studio built yet, which that's all happening here in the next month. So anyway, that's what kind of this craziness is. So that's what you're seeing. All right, so lots of stuff going on. We're going to talk about kind of the insanity of all the look here and don't look here type mentality that's happening, and it's happening a lot. And whether you like it or not, it's going to be your favorite players that are doing it to you, and it's going to be a lot of other stuff that's happening because they all want you to believe, truly believe that the uh, that they're the best choice to save the world. And I'm going to tell you that's one of the big lies going right now. So. Buckle up, we got a lot to talk about, and we'll be right back after these messages. Satellite phones have been wiped out globally because of the supply chain collapse and war in Europe. But a truly amazing new option has emerged, the Bivy Stick, which allows you to send and receive text messages using almost any mobile device without relying on cell towers at all. In a world where war, riots, or a power grid failure can happen literally at any time, the Bivy Stick and its two-way satellite messaging gives you the power to reach loved ones, to send emergency messages, or request a rescue. And to use this device, you do not have to register your name, and you don't need to turn on location services or reveal your geographic location. The battery life is several days in duration, and you can easily recharge it using a small portable power bank. There are only about 20,000 Bivy Sticks that will be available in America this year. Get yours now while they're still available at sat123.com. That's sat123.com. sat123.com. They have put together a really incredible package, emergency backup communication systems, power systems. We've got sat phones. We've got uh, solar panels and also the big 400 watt solar panel behind us there. And why does this matter? Because of course, right now we are dealing with massive risk of blackouts and the power grid is just failing, you know, intermittently, but it's going to get worse because we've also got energy shortages. Think about the lack of coal power, the diesel problems that are happening right now. If you're in the military or the National Guard or Border Patrol, or law enforcement and you need to be able to function even when the power grid goes down, or maybe you're a first responder, rescue team, firefighter, paramedic, you name it, you need to know about this equipment. So sat123.com folks. It just continues to get more and more maddening, more and more frustrating, which ignites the flame of the fire for this show to continue the fight. And Christopher Key is doing the same thing. This organization, Vaccine Police, I am proud to continue to support them, and I hope that you will too. Go to vaccine-police.com. He video documents everything as he's in the face of these hospital administrators that are killing your community members, your friends, your family, your relatives, uh, in the face of these petty tyrants on school boards, in the face of the... You know what he's doing? He's putting up billboards in major metropolitan areas, waking people up that otherwise would have no idea that these shots are dangerous and in many cases deadly. That information that Karen Kingston just brought us, that's the type of stuff that Christopher Key is sharing with the world. Please go support this organization. Go to vaccine-police.com. Look at the video documentation of everything this guy is doing. It's amazing. I applaud his efforts. He's a modern-day hero. He, there will be a statue of Christopher Key somewhere when this whole thing is over and we win this war. Please support that organization. Go to vaccine-police.com. Again, vaccine-police.com. Thanks for your support of this platform. Use the code BTV at checkout for additional savings. Brighteonstore.com. And Patriots, we're back here with Brighteon TV and Bards FM podcast. Uh, like I said, if you didn't catch the very beginning, we got some funky green screen stuff going on today because I'm working remote. So if you see a mic like this kind of appear and disappear, it's because of the goofy green screen. But before we begin, hey, 
make sure that you're getting a good night's sleep. And I'm going to tell you, there's nothing really more important right now than making sure you have a good night's sleep for the times that we're in. And to do that, the best products out there are MyPillow.com. I have been a user and promoter of MyPillow for almost two years now, and it's for a good reason. Their products are absolutely outstanding and unbelievable quality and great value. MyPillow has also been a stalwart in fighting for and defending liberty in our nation, including especially trying to get the election of 2020 reset, which too many seem to want to run away from, except Mike Lindell. So head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. It's probably one of the few companies in America right now that you know that every dollar you spend in one way or another reinforces and supports the true values of liberty in our nation, as well as a company that lives by the values of Jesus. That's Mike Lindell. So check it out, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. Your promo code is Bards. There's incredible savings going on all the time. And if you're curious, and because I had now have the two complete MyPillow systems from mattress to topper to sheets to pillows to comforter to everything you need, including towels and slippers. And I'm, I'm I am a discerning type of sleeper. Uh, they're some of the best sleep and some of the best products you can possibly get. So. All right, Patriots, lots going on. So let's kind of start with a roundup and roll up from where we were last week. We had the uh, red puddle, which they were calling the red wave. And I know a lot of people want to dig into this and really start talking about how that's not true. How, in fact, we really did have a red wave because we were able to bump out Nancy Pelosi out of the House. That we've now taken back the House, even though we lost the Senate. But what we really need to be honest about is the number of races in this nation that were corrupted, including Kerry Lakes, which is just ridiculous. And what we're really seeing is a completely engineered system. And it's really time that we get realistic about what we're seeing. I don't believe really any of the candidates that were put into office are going to be any different than what's already there. Other than the fact they represent the new guard and what they're going to be working on with principles of the corporations and principles of the lobbyists and principals of the intelligence agencies is to start moving more business back to our shores. Like Apple now is going to be sourcing chips in Arizona instead of over in China. Since it's Foxconn's manufacturing prison that's over there is now being at a zero COVID lockdown. We need to get realistic about the times that we're in. We're being forced into the fourth industrial revolution. And if you pay attention today to what was passed in the agreement in Bali, which was reinforced by the White House. They've now universally, including ourselves, accepted the standards for vaccine passports to travel internationally. So this thing hasn't gotten any better. They're just anchoring in and getting more involved. And every all these, these three years they did was look at who was going to comply, who wasn't going to comply, start figuring out how to ways to force people to complying and building the system infrastructures that they needed to roll it out. So this is what's really been going on behind the scenes with two major focuses of everything on the global level that all tie it together with currency. So we've got supply chain shifts going on. We have the need to transition humans to transhumanism, and it's all bound together by the new digital currency systems, whether that digital currency system is in Russia, in China, which is the BRICS Silk Road model, or whether it's going to be the Federal Reserve central banking model of the CBDC, both of them are exactly the same in the end. They're programmable currencies that will ultimately enslave you tied to a social credit score, which ties to your vaccine passport, which ties to every bit of freedom and liberty that you ever thought you had gets stripped away in about half a second the minute they deploy these, these devices. So this is the big work that's going on behind the scenes as we're given the absolute clown show of politics and other dramas on the front end. Politics is the biggest show on earth, and it's really the biggest clown show on earth, and it's what we went through and what they called the red wave. 
Now, why anybody in their right mind would ever have expected anything other than what we got is still surprising to me. I don't really have any answers. That people could really be that gullible to a certain point that's stupid. And the fact is that what happened is that there was no changes in our election system. And yet the narrative is, was if we voted more, we would have a red wave. We voted more in 2020 and the election was stolen. And it was stolen right before our very eyes. And they just did the same thing again. Only difference is they didn't do it from starting at 3 a.m. They did it over a couple of days and they promised you it was going to take longer to count. And so every contested race in the Democrat region, they took to the Democrats. And the close races in the other areas, they took a couple key markets and they gave us a couple key markets as a win to pacify and at the same time to elevate new competitors to Donald J. Trump. So we've got now, we're supposed to believe that DeSantis is the new replacement for Trump, and we've got a bunch of patriots jumping off the Trump train, jumping onto the DeSantis boat. And they're not paying attention to the fact that the deep state is endorsing DeSantis. Equally, this hatred for Trump creates the good cop, bad cop model. And I don't really know any more if there's any good in any of these people. I know this runs against the grain of the patriot narrative that Donald Trump is going to be is going to return now that he's announced his 2024 run. Everybody's super excited about it. We're going to get into that a little bit here in a minute. Right after the election, right at the peak of this election fraud, when people were looking pretty carefully at what was going on, oh, look at this, out of nowhere comes FTX. The FTX crypto exchange falls flat on its face. And with that, hemorrhages $50 billion, which apparently is the fault of the CEO's girlfriend who had the company Alameda, whose symbol for the company, their logo is the same as girl love for pedophiles. Just saying. So, and he's wearing a girl love pedophile t-shirt half the time in the interviews with Alameda and other interviews. So I'm sure there's nothing there. I'm sure that's just purely a coincidence. And so... We see now that there's this back and forth of it's her fault, his fault. All the mean, all the while, the real show of rigging the elections goes on, and everybody took their eyes off of that as they watched $50 billion in capital be erased. And it wasn't erased, it was just pillaged and stolen. And the people that invested in this crypto exchange, exchange and really thought they were getting something, weren't getting anything in crypto, they were getting IOUs. Another great reason of why I've said so many times, stay away from crypto. It's imaginary. And yet they're going to try to force everybody to it. And what you just saw with the FTX is the ability that they have to literally take your wealth and erase it in half a second. That FTX exchange fell so fast, it had people stunned. And there's, they're still playing the games of the words. They're trying to tell you that, well, I'm hoping to get money so we can reset and do the right thing. It's just pure BS. These people are lying thieves. And they're using woke, progressive politics to try to tell you that there's a greater and better way of doing business, that we can give money while we rape the public. This is, And you have people believing this. That this is truly like a Robin Hood and the people mode, where we've taken money from the the wealthy and we've redistributed it to the poor. We've given everybody a chance now to get access to these cryptos, a true freedom currency where you're not going to be regulated by government. This whole thing was about building the case for this. Biden's EO last spring about cryptocurrencies details it. I did, when it went over this in detail the other night in the Bards FM show, I think it was Tuesday night, where literally in step-by-step step, what you see that they were talking about needing to do to ensure the safety of crypto, which was all about ensuring the migration from the paper dollar to a digital currency that was programmable and forced upon the public, is that they needed to wipe out the competition and they needed to implement the draconian measures to ensure that everybody was compliant to carbon credit scores, social credit scores, and that those that had money in other cryptos would be driven towards no choice of giving them up and embracing the new CBDC. Well, FTX did just that. It hemorrhaged its monies with intentional money laundering schemes, running, laundering money over to Ukraine, dumping millions of dollars into the Democrat Party, funding false studies into ivermectin, 
which literally led to the conclusion or the media's ability to draw erroneous conclusions that ivermectin wasn't helpful in COVID. All of this was done in the name of controlling people and enslaving people. The false science of COVID, the false science of, of environmental change, all of these are at the center point of control, which they're calling this new transition to a global currency system of digital currencies. Ask yourself why we need this. We don't. They're going to tell you some logical, illogical argument about how this is going to help transition. It's going to improve. And they do this. It's, just read the EO by Biden last spring on cryptocurrencies. I mean, they're literally telling you that the cryptocurrency is going to solve all sorts of problems, everything from environmentalism to global warming. It's going to help with health care, and it's going to help with solving for countries' problems of currency or financial problems. I mean, this is literally like the most amazing currency you've ever seen. I mean, I literally think that it poops and it wipes its own butt and puts itself in your pocket and even talks to you when it needs to and advises you on how to think. I mean, it's an amazing currency. It's, it's got its own life of its own. It's alive. All of this is about government using a vehicle to manipulate people, to have them embrace and accept the loss of their liberty and freedom and to willfully use, walk into the trap of enslavement. It's enslaving ourselves with free will, using the token of wealth to draw people in. This is no different than putting on a really good fresh worm and throwing it into an area on the, on the stream where you've got a good school of trout and someone's going to bite on it, and they're not just going to bite it. They're going to take a big old chunk bite out of it and draw that hook all the way down into its gullet. That's what's happening right now with a lot of this world. And we've got to keep aware that this is just not about us. It's always about them and power. So you, we've had the red puddle followed by the FTX implosion. And then shortly thereafter is this announcement, President Donald J. Trump, doing his speech, which just happens to be 666 days after his final stepping away of D.C., which I'm sure is going to be interpreted as, as he's trolling the left, whatever. I have no idea. There is really no left and right here. Let's be clear. There's the Luciferians and those that are the other side that are walking with God. But the Luciferians have two major camps. You've got a dark camp and a light camp. And it's all about the same thing. It's controlling people. And where does President Trump sit in on this? I have no idea. But I'm super skeptical right now because the speech that he delivered was literally like I called the show last night, a dead cat bounce. It really was. And by the way, if you want to tune into Bards FM, you can go, if you want to get into the live chats, which we do every show three times a day, you can head on over to Podbean and you just need to type in bards.fm or just type bards fm in live and you'll find the listing i think bards fm is now number one on podbean for live streaming three shows a day one o'clock pacific 6 p.m pacific and 9 p.m pacific monday through friday and then one show on sunday at 9 p.m and the live chat is great it's an amazing community if you want to join so it's worth checking it out Anyway, this is really something important to start grasping because we're all getting played radically right now. And we're getting played because they need us not, they know that we're not going to agree with their terms. What is most evident in any of the political groups, whether it's Republican or Democrat, are the things that they're not talking about. And those things include, they are not discussing the new Fed's transition to the CBDC. They are not talking about stopping mRNA vaccines. In fact, this new Bali initiative or conference agreement that was reinforced by the White House's memo is literally telling people that they support the mRNA access, vaccine access program. mRNA is critical for what they're doing because what it represents and its technologies, and I just had an amazing call yesterday with Dr. Lee Merritt and Dr. Eric Naputi, I don't, and I think there's a consensus now that we're not dealing with anything that's really modifying your genes. We're dealing with something that's acting as a biosynthetic parasite in your body, but it's modifying the behavior of your genes, which is critical. 
But this mRNA is their concept behind this allows for an update of your operating system. What is absolutely true is everybody that has taken this injection and continues to take their injection, they're destroying their immune system, which creates a codependency or absolute dependency upon big pharma, which means that the biggest drug makers have become the biggest drug dealers because people will essentially die without these boosters. It's just a slow death. I think it's a slow death anyway. For some, not so much. Heart attack is not a slow death. It's just painful. So we've got the agendas before us. And then, of course, like I said, on the, the 15th, we had the big speech with President Trump that was supposed to be a life-changing speech, the greatest event in American history, which was anything but. And I've just read too many justifications on this. And this is why I'm bringing this up, is because all of these things, people keep wanting to look at literally filter the world through rose-colored glasses. They want to see a different narrative. They want to decode President Trump's speech. They want to talk about all the deep codes they're doing. I've had people say that President Trump is going to be put in as Speaker of the House now. They're going to get, now that Pelosi is gone. And then they'll backdoor him into the, into the White House after they impeach Biden. How are you going to impeach Biden when the Democrats control the Senate? I'm not saying it's impossible, but I'm saying that the likelihood of these things happening is crazy. But these stories start grabbing hold of people and you give them crumbs and they build a mountain. And this is literally what we're seeing here. Just like the fact that the Articles of Confederation were signed on November 15th in 1777 for this country. And the fact that Trump's speech proclaiming to be the greatest moment in American history was on November 15th. If I said March, I meant November. November 15th. The same day and month as the Articles of Confederation. What you end up with is this ability for people to paint whole stories without substantive proof. We've got to get past the idea of building these narratives of, of fantasy and start delivering the receipts to see what's actually going on. I've read Reports, I'll just go back as another example. We talk about Evergreen, and you talk about Watch the Water, and I've seen these massive research proofs, supposedly, of how Evergreen was actually carrying kids, and it was carrying bioweapon systems, and how all of this was captured, and it was disarmed, and it saved the world. I'll tell you what, it's an awesome Tom Clancy story. I haven't seen one shred of proof to say that that story has any validation other than patriots wanting to believe the truth that's before them. And that's the whole function of look here, not there. It keeps you constantly going, and then you start to paint these pictures that have no substance in them. But because you're dealing with people that are good at giving you enough, a little bit of truth and a lot of story and enough space for you to write your own story, that's exactly what happened. And so out here we see this crazy landscape of stories coming about President Trump now is you know, he's starting his comeback and it's going to be the military is working behind the scenes. Maybe. I'm not going to say it isn't happening. I'm just going to tell you that it's not adding up. And you need to start looking at the practical issues like what's not said. That's like I was saying earlier. What's not being talked about? No one's talking about food shortages. No one's talking about the CBDC. No one's talking about impending fuel crises. Or, or the reduction of deliveries because truck drivers aren't able to get diesel. No one's talking about stopping the vaccines. No one's talking about crimes against humanity and what's needed in Nuremberg trials. I mean, the, we are as patriots, but you're not seeing your leadership do, which should tell you everything and stop this garbage of saying like, well, they can't reveal themselves. If you don't think these people know who each other is or each other are, that's just ridiculous. Come on. They sit next to each other and they know that one's an extreme pedophile. They all probably are at one point or another had desires towards pedophilia because that's just the class of people they are. One person you know is smashing kids' heads against the wall and, and eating their brains on their damn pizza. And the other one's sitting over here going, yeah, it's kind of extreme. But yeah, they're not too bad of folks. We hang out with them. We drink sip wine with them. I never imagined they'd be quite that bad. But, you know, each to their own. This is who you're dealing with. So if you're expecting justice from this, don't. We just sent, what, 20, 30 congressmen to D.C., many of them new. People are like, oh, we got the House, we're going to do everything now. What you're going to get 
is a dog and pony show for two years talking about the Biden laptop and, and impeaching Biden, which will never happen. And it's going to grind down to this miserable, droned out mess. And people are going to get disillusioned again, which is exactly where they want you. And you're not going to see any justice. Nancy Pelosi's removed. Where's she going? She's going into trading. I'll tell you what, where she's going is more dangerous than where she was. She's not going to jail. So if you're writing a story, it's like, well, that's a cover story for Gitmo. Then bring the receipts. But this is the problem that everybody's in is they're tired. And this look here, look, their piece is constantly keeping them off base. There's nothing worse than a deception operation. There's nothing worse than an information war. It breaks your fundamental aspect of truth. And because you don't have truth, you don't have trust. If you don't have trust, you, don't, you, can't ex you can't even have a conversation with somebody without trying to build a narrative about what they're really saying. Without trust, you have no government, which is exactly why they're doing it. Because they're going to bring in the Great Reset. And the Great Reset is, there's two Great Resets going on. One is the evil, maniacal, Klaus Schwab, Dr. No character. And then you have the other Great Reset, which is the, quote, white side of the same cult. They're just a little more patient in getting people to enslave themselves. All, all of them working towards the common goal of enslaving humanity. Don't kid yourself. Patriots, we'll be right back with more of this after these messages. Your own government has the power to activate a kill switch on all telecommunications, instantly shutting down all private phone calls and texts. An EMP weapon or solar flare can achieve the same result. Rolling blackouts or permanent power outages will also uh, uh, take out local. the power supply to cell tower strong. antennas. Uh. Local, rendering mobile devices regional, all but useless. During stuff. these emergencies, uh, how do you stay in touch with the important people in your life anywhere on the planet? The answer is the Bivy Stick at sat123.com. The Bivy Stick is a two-way satellite text messaging device that uses a satellite constellation, not cell towers, to send and receive text messages. It works anywhere on planet Earth, including in war zones or blackout areas. In unpredictable times, the Bivy Stick helps you stay connected when it matters most. Visit sat123.com to get one while they're still available. Hello, I'm Dr. Steve Hotze. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Are you fed up with your doctor giving you drugs simply to mask your symptoms rather than treating the cause? As you age, I believe you should be brimming with energy, vitality, and enthusiasm for life. The Hotsey Health and Wellness Center treats individuals from all over the country and world in an environment of extraordinary hospitality. We specialize in the treatment of allergies, yeast, replenishing natural hormones, vitamin and mineral supplementation, and a healthy eating lifestyle, all of which boost your immune system, increase your energy level, and your health span. If you'd like to obtain and maintain health and wellness naturally without pharmaceutical drugs, then contact one of our wellness consultants today at 281 698-8698 or visit hotchwc.com and request a free copy of my best-selling book, Hormones, Health, and Happiness. Nearly all the vitamin C sold at retail today comes from China and it's made from genetically modified corn. Even though vitamin C is a critical part of immune support, it's also critical to know where your vitamin C comes from. I'm Mike Adams, the founder of Brighteon and BrighteonStore.com, and we only sell non-China, non-GMO vitamin C. We then subject it to rigorous laboratory testing in our own food science lab, checking for heavy metals, glyphosate, as well as microbiological contamination. Only after it passes our tests do we encapsulate it and package it for our audience. You can find it at BrighteonStore.com. It's not the cheapest vitamin C on the market, but it is by far the most rigorously tested and honestly sourced vitamin C available anywhere in the world. Support your health and this free speech platform by shopping at brighteonstore.com.
podcast. Pages, you can also check out Bards FM podcast at Podbean if you want to be involved with the uh, live chat. So head on over to Podbean, and that's Bards FM over there, and you can get involved in the live chat three times a day. All right, so before we begin, make sure you've got a good Bible too, and that's so important in this time. And in your preps, it should be like number one on your list. And there is no better Bible for our time than the Founder's Bible. This is an incredible Bible. I'm actually blessed to be very good friends with the primary editor, which is Brad Cummings. You get 20% off when you use your BARDS code, B-A-R-D-S, at checkout. These are amazing Bibles. What they have done is they've gone through and they've used an NASB 1995 edition, which is one of the best translations for the Bible. And they've created not only an app, but they have a the hard Bible as well, several versions of it. But what they've done is they've included our founding fathers' writings and documents and explanations of their writings and documents and history of the time integrated throughout the scripture. Because the thing is, our founding fathers lived scripture. They didn't just quote scripture. So this amazing amount of research was to look at what they were writing and saying and placing it within the areas in the scripture where they were referencing. This is an amazing read. You'll be reading along, say, in Isaiah, and then you're going to find a kind of some insert pages there that'll be talking about something relevant in that, that passage or that framing that our founding fathers were writing about. And what you end up, is just you're dealing with such an amazing understanding of our history and how absolutely driven our founding fathers were in the Word of God. David Barton is one of the, it was the historian. Pastor Brad Cummings was one of the lead people putting it together as the editor. It's just an amazing work and something you should have. 20% off at checkout when you use your BARDS code, B-A-R-D-S, and you'll have the Bible, or you can get the, the app. I have both. I've given a lot of these away. They're just amazing, amazing work and something every home should have. It's literally a heritage-type Bible you want to keep for your family forever. So check it out. Head to thefoundersbible.com, thefoundersbible.com. Use your promo code BARDS. Okay. We are, you know, as I talk about this, these are this gets kind of heavy because I think people at a certain point don't process well the idea that the system is rigged, not to the degree that it is. And unfortunately, the system is rigged to the degree that it is. You know, I'm pointing out a couple of things I've done before, and I know I've done it regularly on the Bards FM show, so I don't know if I pointed them out here, but there's too much of a willingness to start looking as if we're the bastion of waking up people. And they've done this intentionally. They've kind of done the good cop, bad cop. And they are those that are in power, in the power pulling the strings of power, very high up in banking, central banking. But there's a lot of willingness and compliance to go along with it. We aren't going to vote our way out of Babylon. And that's what they want you to believe. They want you to believe that there's like this great philanthropic idea. Jeff Bezos announcing he's going to give away all his wealth while he cuts 10,000 jobs at Amazon. Elon Musk, who's become the richest man in the world because he's being paid by Department of Defense, the same Department of Defense that was part of developing Facebook, now is suddenly funding the guy to take over Twitter, and he's going to be a good guy. And he's also the one that's built Skynet, or Skylink, whatever it is, which is nothing more than a a control grid system. It's already equipped for 6G when we are not even rolled out fully with 5G yet. Or at least that's what they're telling you. We haven't heard a single person, like I said in the previous half hour, talk about the critical issues like stopping the vax, the dangers of the CBDC, going back to hard currencies, telling you to stock up on hard currencies because of the coming threat. That should have been in Donald J. Trump's speech. It wasn't. If nobody's talking about food shortages, which would have been a good thing for Donald J. Trump to mention, speech, and just to be prepared for some very difficult times. But we're heading into some very dark and difficult times, and the politicians are ignoring it, and that should tell you everything. It's easy to say that, you know, talk of Trump Trump and platitudes of this, like, oh, you know, he's, he's speaking in code. Good leaders don't speak in code. 
And we're long past this garbage of having to hide in the shadows because of the deep state. Everybody knows who they are. That's what I was saying previously. So this isn't about good, this isn't about a, a leadership that's speaking in code. It's about they know what the plan is and you're not gonna like it. Matter of fact, you're gonna hate it. But they're gonna walk you in with fear and false hopes and they're gonna break it over and over. And that deception's gonna be massive. And so they're gonna lead you into accepting these things like a CBDC, like a digital passport, vaccine programs, even though now you're saying, I'll never take a vaccine, I'm gonna t I'll end up taking one because you haven't prepared and you're stuck without having any food and you haven't figured out how to work around a CBDC. So you're gonna say, okay, that's fine. And you, I'm not accusing anybody, but that's what's gonna happen with people. And that's what they're counting on. So this is really about getting strong and waking up. Something everyone should have been doing for five years, but we're kind of at the 11th hour right now. You know, as I said earlier, we had this rollout. We had you know, Elon Musk gets hold of Twitter and that everybody's hyper excited about that because somehow Musk is gonna now free the world because of Twitter, getting rid of these Twitter employees. Where are they going, folks? Where are all these supposed evil, wicked, woke liberals going? Do you care? You should care. And you should care a lot, not just because if you take a group of people and you outcast them and they're suddenly outcasted from society, they have a tendency of becoming insurgents again. But from a faith perspective, where's our compassion for our fellow man? I know that they're a pain in the butt. They're misguided. I know they cause a lot of trouble. But there has to be some accountability for what they did and there has to be some concern about what's going to happen to them. But we're all embracing this sort of callous nature until it hits home. We have 10 million families that are in the process of a short sale on their house because they took these strange loans that allowed them to get cash out as long as they repaid down the mortgage and they avoided foreclosure. Well, it didn't work. And there's foreclosed homes up the Yang right now. We're talking about a displacement of families at a level we haven't ever seen. Greater than the Depression. The market's all over the place. The dollar's collapsing, its value's approaching near zero. And these aren't discussions that are happening in the main body. They're not even happening in Patriot channels in the main body. Instead, everybody's wrapped around this, what's the decode of President Trump's speech? I'll give you the decode of President Trump's speech in a real quick one. They were apparently moving to arrest him. That's pretty well established because he violated the January 6th subpoena. He didn't show up. What happens when you run for an office? They can't arrest you. He just, that was the biggest play going. It's right in everybody's face. And that's not the mainstream discussion. Instead, it's about what he's actually saying. He didn't mention 2024. So he's, he's going to be doing this or that. Come on, get real. 2024 was on the podium. Does he have to tell you or can you look at it? Mentions Pelosi. All right. So she's out. She's not in jail. She's not in handcuffs. She's going to go do trading. Maybe she'll handle your, your next 401k. I'm sure she's got some great insight on how to invest in tuna like her husband did. He made millions on his IPO. I, I, I mean, I shake my head at this because we, we should be smarter than this. We should be, as a nation, we should have figured this out and wised up a bit. But we're just getting misled so much. And I believe that most of this comes from the fact that people don't know what to do if President Trump isn't their savior and hero. They're at a loss because if President Trump doesn't turn out to be the guy that's going to save the world like everybody said he would be, there's this emptiness and fear that settles into people's hearts of like, well, then what are we going to do? What's going to happen? How are we going to get better? That's where we get the Tulsi Gabbards that come over. The Tulsi that married an underage kid when she was in Iraq came back. That marriage got dissolved and somehow he disappeared. I don't know how that happened, but I don't just mean disappeared. You can hardly find him on the web. I had to use a guy I knew at Cyber Command to find his picture, and it does exist, but it's not even public. That doesn't just magically happen. That kid's father was tied to a cult in the Philippines, which happened to have a relationship with the, quote, cult that called Tulsi and her current husband were part of. And, oh, by the way, how did Tulsi get to office in her first, when she first took her position? It was John Podesta. Yeah, that same Podesta that did spirit cooking and, owned a pig farm with his brother and 
had all sorts of weird photos and stuff with art about Jeffrey Dahmer and kids. Yeah, that Dahmer. I mean, I'm sorry, that Podesta. Probably one and the same anyway. Sometimes the Freudian slips aren't mine. Maybe they're God's telling us the truth. <laughs> but see, that's so Tulsi comes over and now she's sitting in for Tucker Carlson and everybody's like, wow, Tulsi, she's going to help us win the war. And she's got all this information. My question is, Tulsi, where did that wisdom suddenly come from? Because you apparently didn't have it when you were sucking up to Podesta to get into your office. It's, this is bad. And it's bad because the game is rigged when we play within two parties. People want to feel that the only way to win is if we vote Democrat or vote Republican. That's the game. That's the trap. And if you're in those parties, they're playing it. I don't know what else went on. I'm going to go back to President Trump's speech. I don't know what else went on with President Trump's speech other than the fact that it was literally one of the most boring speeches I've ever heard him give. And I've heard all sorts of excuses about that. But this is what I really think happened. I think his speech was boring because he lost essentially his blessing from God, what some people would call an anointment. I've never really bought into the theory that Trump is anointed by God, but in the sense of the crowds that he drew, the mass amount of people that followed him out of the blue, the worship of him, that's a blessing. But I will tell you honestly, he doesn't give it back. He doesn't honor God. He doesn't humble himself before God. His ego leads. And I can deal with all that. I don't, I'm not judging him other than to say that's not a president that needs to take us to the next level right now. We needed a, a Rocky Marciano, a guy that would be able to be beat up on the ropes and punched back. But that wasn't the president we just saw. And we haven't seen that president for since about 2018. And after the incident that he had with apparently getting poisoned and then ending up in Walter Reed, I have no idea what clone took his place. And maybe that was a snark comment and maybe it's not. I have no idea. I'm very serious because the, the guy that left that incident wasn't the same guy that entered in. I don't know if they got to him. I don't know what they did. And this latest speech begs a lot of questions as to why did Ivanka announce the day of his speech that she was no longer going to be in politics as the Fed rolled out its test of the CBDC? Yeah, that digital currency we just talked about in the last half hour. Well, they just rolled out their 12-week test with 12 of the biggest banks. Some of them are classic money laundering banks. So what's really going on? It's all distractions to keep your eyes off of the critical things. They are going to blow this economy up because they need to get you broken finally to where you'll move over by your free will to accept the CBDC then roll up your sleeve and take the shot because you know you're not going to get your money support from the government like a UBI or have access to travel and eventually access to your job at corporations unless you take your shot. And you're that money that you have at the bank, they're probably going to terminate it off and say, oh, that's it, no more access because, well, you don't have your COVID passport up to date. All of these distractions, nobody's talking about these critical issues. When I say nobody, I am talking about senior influencers in our government, in our political sphere, in our media. These are shocking issues right now. Americans are going to be going through a winter right now with many, many families facing eviction and not having enough money for food or having to make a choice between food and rent, gas and rent, heat and rent. And that's not even being discussed in our media or in our political spheres. Instead, we're getting this clown show telling us about our new Congress and how it's going to investigate Biden and investigate the laptop of Hunter Biden. Like, wow, what great new news that isn't. And again, it's two years of a clown show because they don't have any authorities anyway, but a good thing to uh, totally keep them distracted with, my dear. got to step back from the political game. you got to put your eyes on the Lord. You need to walk with God and understand that this is a fight that has three paths, not two. This matrix that we're walking in is, a, is literally the abyss of hell. 
You go down one route, it looks dark and evil. You go down the other route, and it starts out being nice, grassy, and green until you make the turn left, and then you end up in where? The same pits of hell. The narrow path that God's leading us on is not the easy path. And I don't have all the answers to how do you bypass a CBDC, but I can tell you that in a community like in Mars Nation, we're talking about it and trying to work through it. And there's no easy path. You have these big, wealthy, powerful people that somehow we keep being told to believe that they're going to do good for you. They're going to literally give you their money away. That's wealth redistribution at the highest order. It's not going to happen. Smoke me down if I'm wrong. I'll, I'll openly admit, if I misgauge this one, I will come on this like I've said all the time, like I do regularly. If I make a mistake, I'll let you know. But I don't think we're making one here. And I'm what I'm saying. I don't think I'm making one at all. Because the worship still retend, re, are focused purely on these idols as if they're going to fix it. It doesn't say that in our Constitution our founding fathers understood that, that the only way through this was if the people, the will of the people, guide this country and make the change. All the president does is give some steering and some directive as a leader. He's not going to go in and single-handedly wield a sword and solve everything because it doesn't work that way here unless he's a dictator and not yet anyway. We've got to get smart got to get closer to our Father, our Father in heaven. We have to get closer to Jesus. There's wisdom there. There's a different type of fight when we go there. We're not going to beat these people with sword to steel to sword to steel. I'm not going to tell you there's not going to be skirmishes. I'm not going to tell you that in this coming revolution, which is here, there isn't going to be some very difficult moments of having to make choices between life and death. But what I am going to tell you is this. If we don't start fighting the way God is leading us, which is to keep our faith forward. To keep our worship in Him on all things that we do and through all things that we do. We don't start listening to the wisdom of the Bible and scriptures like Joseph of setting food and stores aside for those days when scarceness becomes real. We don't start listening to the wisdom of parables like the poor young rich man or the young rich man, excuse me. It's able to give away, is offered to give away all of his things and his wealth to walk with Jesus. That's the attitude we have to have in this time where we're not attached to things, but we're attached to each other. We're trying to build communities in a solid, faithful way. And to do so in a way that's simpler. Go back to go forward. The ancient paths spoken in Jeremiah 6.16. Seek them. Because as we do, we free ourselves from the bondage of the current space. Our eyes stay on God. He can't divide us. We're working within one body. And we continue to build strength and might within the breakaway economy. That's something Andrew Torba has been pushing at hard on Gab to build a Christian nationalist and breakaway economy. Go get them, Andrew. I back it. I support it. And I don't care if they tag me. You're a Christian nationalist. Good. I walk with Jesus. If that makes me a Christian nationalist, you bet you got it. That's where we have to be, patriots. Don't play into these games. Look at people as men and women, not as idols and saviors of the world. Step away from those illusions. I'm not telling you about voting, and whether I'm going to vote for Trump or not vote for Trump, because none of that makes any difference to me right now. What makes a difference to me right now is getting America safe from famine, working together as neighbors, making sure people don't freeze in the winter and seeing a nation return to its knees, be humbled before God so we truly live a humble and powerful life the kingdom intends. Let's pray. Father, we come here today just blessed and very grateful for all that you give. Grateful for the wisdom and you continue to lay on our hearts and we pray for the many to start seeking more of that. To put you first in all things, not to be putting the idolatries of political events or, or politicians above you, but to be humbled that we need to spend more time with you. We need to build that intimate and powerful relationship with you. That we need to be walking with you in such a powerful way that we're trusting in the way that you lead us and building out the relationship and methods by which kingdom economies work. 
Guide us, Father, in these times. Open our eyes. Drop our scales. Let us have ears to hear. And let us come together as one nation under God. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Lots to be thinking about right now, but don't get swooped up into the politics and headlines. They're all intended to keep you consumed into events that really, at the end of the day, are just complete clown shows anyway. This is a good cop, bad cop event we're witnessing. The elites have it down. They're fighting each other to try to get their position of one over the other. And we don't have a seat at that table. But we do have a seat at God's table. And that's a powerful seat to have because in the end, God always wins this. And we will win it with him. But we cannot stop standing in that light and power of Christ. Do an assessment of what's in your inventory of things. Get rid of the excess. Find a family that needs help. Help them out. And most of all, in this winter, in this season, really be honest that we have an opportunity to help one another in a profound way. I don't care about their politics. What I care about is that they understand the power of what happens when we walk with Jesus. We help and love each other. Those words are so important right now. Put aside the political differences. Make sure people are going to be in house and home. Help where we can as a community that they won't go hungry over the winter. Financially, things are bad. I don't think, and prices are skyrocketing. It's going to be some difficult moments ahead. Let's keep it real. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you next week. Same time, same place right here. Until then or until the next time. God bless. And out for now.